Good morning, my name is Richard Wexler, and I want to invite you to episode 12 of our podcast entitled Elder Ed, Education, Solutions, and Resources to Navigate Aging and Care. So a quick recap, like we do on every episode, about 18 years ago, my wife, myself, and our two small children wound up beginning a journey that lasted 14 years in taking care of all four of our parents. It led to our company, Points of Life, where we've been able to educate, provide solutions and resources to thousands of folks around the country. And we started the podcast to reach out to more. So what do we want to talk about today? We want to talk about the financial plan, whether that's a personal plan or something that's put together with a professional planner, advisor. And we also want to talk briefly about the estate plan. We're going to have expert guests on about the financial plan and about the estate plan in future episodes. But because I feel it's such an important topic, I wanted to talk about it briefly today. So the financial plan, again, whether it's personal, whether it's through a professional, is it needed? I think you know what I'm going to say. Yes, it is needed. We are looking at a situation with the cost of care these days, and it's only going to get worse, where it is extremely expensive. We've talked about three ways to care for older loved ones or maybe a spouse. You know, someone, the older loved one moves in to the house, or obviously the spouse is already there, or the adult children move into the home with mom and dad, in laws, grandparents, whatever it may be. There are economic financial effects in doing that. We saw it in our own life when we decided to move one of our older loved ones into our home. It seemed like a great solution until it dawned on us that they needed more care than we could provide and also how we were having to make adjustments to our life, our careers, our children, the things they could and couldn't do, activities, so on and so forth. The other option that we've talked about, moving someone to a beautiful assisted living or a memory care community. And the third option is bringing a professional in the home. And a reminder, as we've talked about, Average pricing around the United States with an assisted living is about $4,500 a month. A lot of places in this country more expensive than that. 
a memory care community, seven, eight, many places over $10,000 a month. A lot of money, folks. So my advice, obviously you can listen to it or not, but I'm really encouraging folks, even at a young age, and I'll explain why. I mean, once you start making money, 20, 25, 30, whatever year that is, to understand it just isn't about, I'm going to retire and buy the RV, or I'm going to retire and buy the vacation home. A lot of people still want to do that, which is fantastic. But with about 95% of us that are going to need some form of care, and yes, some is very limited, but many people may need days, weeks, months, or years. And you guys may know this, but we're seeing a lot of folks out there with dementia or Alzheimer's where that care is lasting years and in some situations north of 10 years. And we start talking about what are we going to do? How are we going to handle all this? Especially if we've never put any thought or planning into it. So you can be doing a personal plan. You can be working with a professional financial planner or advisor. But I'm really encouraging you to pass on this podcast to others so they understand what we're looking at from a cost perspective. And the adult children are reaching out to those older loved ones to have a realistic conversation. Grandma, dad, mom, if something were to happen, we're probably talking costs around these lines How are you guys set up? Is that something you've saved for? Is that something you can handle? Because what we're seeing in many situations, unfortunately, the answer is no. And then that older loved one may be looking to the adult children to help partially defray those costs or in some situations pay all of those costs. Here's a huge tip. When you're working with a professional, a financial planner, a financial advisor, there are key questions that that planner really should be asking you. And if they're not, you need to be volunteering this information. How many older loved ones are in your life? I'm dad. In-laws, grandparents, are they all alive? Some of them alive, a really close aunt, a really close uncle. When you really think about it, do you foresee having to pay some or all the cost for one of those older loved ones or multiple people? Things you've acquired, the word I use is stuff, What may need to be sold from an asset perspective or property 
to pay for that care. Part of a conversation you need to have with that planner or advisor. When you're currently working with one and they call you in for that annual review, you need to let them know what assets or property have been sold since you were last talking with them over Zoom, the phone, in person, etc. Were tax consequences addressed properly before that sale? We acquire all this stuff in our life. We want to pass it on to the people we love, to a charity, to a church, whatever it may be. What is the cost of care going to do to that eventual distribution? Something you need to be thinking about with a spouse, with a partner, if you're doing a personal plan, something you need to be having a detailed conversation with a professional, financial planner, financial advisor, etc. These are questions and answers that need to be talked about. Again, at an early age, and realistically, yearly with that planner, or within the home, every month, every few months. What if you do have these older loved ones and things start happening? What are you going to do if, from a financial perspective, the money's not there? Is someone going to move in? Is someone going to come live with you? There are a lot of consequences. We talk, Talking briefly about the estate plan, that's where you accumulate all this stuff and that eventual distribution of your assets and of your property. In most locations around this country, you want to will and a trust. That trust is going to avoid something called probate, which we're going to have experts talk more about. Probate is going to make everything public. I don't think you want that. Probate is going to be lengthy. Probate is going to be costly. You can avoid this with a trust that's put together properly. So let's kind of think where we are again. We live our life. We're probably not thinking about someone getting sick or falling or a combination thereof. I get it. My wife and I weren't thinking about that. Then all of a sudden it happened to one parent, then the next parent, then the next parent, then the fourth parent. And I'm not saying it's going to happen to you that way, but it can. So you want to understand, we talk about the education. We talk about the solution. We talk about the resources. We're going to start filling our elder care resource guide with estate planners, with financial planners around this country. We're going to have 
the resources. Those folks in many situations may be the solution, but you and a spouse and a, or a partner may be the solution yourself. It's just understanding this and realizing, yes, this is something I need to think about monthly, every couple months, once a year, whatever the case may be. I tell people, you don't want to follow our lead when all of a sudden you're working, you have the kids and older loved ones begin to get ill or fall. So, folks, I really encourage you to take this information from the podcast, share this podcast with friends, colleagues, patients, clients, anyone you know that's 25, 30, 35 years and older to help them understand this is real and what do I need to get ahead of it so I understand the solutions and I understand the resources and where to turn. You know, we talk about this whole issue of elder care being a new chapter in someone's life. I talk a lot about it being a new point in their life. It's real. And as we talked about a few minutes ago, with many more people unfortunately suffering from dementia or suffering from Alzheimer's, which is a form of dementia, we are looking at more of a lengthy care situation. But in reality, with, the, with medication and the way medicine is, is handled these days, we're seeing a lot more people live a long life. With that idea again that we retire at 65, we retire at 70. First of all, we have to have the finances just to live. And then what happens if there's a what if in your own family, excuse me, with a spouse or your immediate family with a spouse or an older loved one around you. So I really encourage everyone, think about this, have that conversation with mom, dad, in-laws, Uncle Charlie, whomever it may be, understand what they can and cannot do. Be realistic with the numbers. If something were to happen, do they want to move into a beautiful community? Then you're looking at those kind of numbers. If something were to happen, do they really want to stay in the home? Or maybe they have to stay in the home and you need a professional and it's going to cost X. Or if someone in the family potentially you needs to help take care of mom, dad, grandparents, etc., in their home, or they're going to move in with you. I wanted to kind of start this subject today. We're going to talk 
more about this with the experts as we bring them on. So we're going to leave it there. But as I always do, I want to give you an email where you can reach out to us with questions, comments, etc. Have a pen? That email is eldered2023 at gmail.com. E-L-D-E-R-E-D-2023 at gmail.com. Folks, until we talk again, have yourself an awesome day.